Hey, what up? This is your boy, Blurred Vision. And your girl, Mixed Girl Man. From Blurred Comics. And we have known each other since we were kids, and we've been talking about comics and mixedness for as long as we can remember. And we decided one day we were funny enough to put together a podcast. You know, because, I mean, we, we needed to put our voices out there, have it heard. And I think the best place that we came to, to to figure it all out was with Anchor. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. It gives you everything you need in one place for free, and you can use it right from your phone or computer. It has the creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds super good. I mean, they'll even distribute the podcast for you. So you can be heard on Spotify, Google Play, Apple, Stitcher. All, all, the, all of them. All I mean, of them. you know, what's really good is that you can actually even make a little bit of dough. <laughs> all you got to do is download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started and tell them Blurred Comics sent you. Yeah, let them know. This is a Main Hustle Media Podcast. Welcome to Blurred Comics, the podcast about blackness and blurred shit from a couple of mixed black blurts. This is your girl Charmaine, aka Darth Furious, and I'm coming at you solo in this intro because last week, when we came off a hiatus, Blurred Vision and I gabbed on for about two and a half hours talking about our 2020 goals, The Mandalorian, and Rise of Skywalker. While I was editing that episode, I realized I could not, in good faith, release a two and a half hour episode. I just couldn't do it to y'all. I couldn't do it to myself either. So this is part two of the conversation that started last week, The Rise of the Mandalorian, and is ending this week with The Fall of Skywalker.
Like it was just nice. It was it was nice to like enjoy just be able to sit back and enjoy something Star Wars. It's so weird to feel the way that I feel about Star Wars cuz like it's an invention of this man who created this thing and then he fucked his own story up by not paying attention to the things he created and also not paying attention to the fact that the that Star Wars grew bigger than him, you know, George. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so when he made the prequels, like he just fucked up areas that that felt like he was almost mad at fans for loving what he did. And he was like, I know you're going to hate this, so I'm going to do this. Like, that's what it felt like, like with the Han shoot first debacle. Um, right. And, uh, you know, Leia remembering her mother, but actually her mother died because she lost the will to live in childbirth. You know, shit like that. Like, um, <laughs> you know, like he he ruined some aspects of it. He did really stupid shit. And for those of, for those of the fans who have, like, invested crazy into it it does kind of feel a little shitty but at the same time you got to sit there and be like yeah Yeah. he made a he made a mythology for you like it's not gonna be perfect like calm down right so i want to i want to feel that way but there are just some things and i think this goes in line with being a comic book fan too Mm -hmm. we get attached to a character or a storyline or whatever and um as comic book readers it's usually not that difficult when something veers off of the story we know like batman's mother and father always get killed and it always launches this path and sometimes he's darker than others you know so we know that like the basic tenets of batman always exist but sometimes he's slightly different sometimes he's more of a of a detective and sometimes he's more of this like loose cannon vigilante and sometimes he's just like a cold-hearted piece of shit guy who's doing something good you know like right right but we don't fall apart because the basic principles and the basic tenets of batman exist all the time star wars needs to have something like that too for people to to stay with it right like the force is always supposed to be you know a unifying thing that is always out of balance but usually out of balance in favor of the light and when the dark side gets too big the light has to generate something to reset balance it's not balance to be fair but um you know that's the story right right So, when Star Wars does something like these post-trilogy sequels, and mm-hmm. they undo all of the stuff that comes from the, the original movies, right? you're going to call me a fanboy and think I'm acting crazy because you're just like, just have fun and enjoy this shit. But there's certain principles that have to exist in a Star Wars movie that these movies didn't have. And so with Mandalorian, it was just nice to not have to be stressed out about that, you know, because (laughs) it wasn't about Skywalkers and because the force is playing sort of a background character. It's hilarious. Yeah. You know, uh, you can just like enjoy knowing that this is because I'm like that. I want to know some weird shit. Like I would love if Marvel produced a series of short films that was just like a day in the life of some other random person that has nothing to do with like the Avengers or anything. And it's just like in the background, you're just like, oh shit, New York is being attacked by aliens, but we're in Jersey and we're fine. You know, like I kind of want to see weird things like that because I'm, I'm that way I'm, um, and so the, that's what the thing that I really did I think that I enjoyed most about Mandalorian but flash over to Rise of Skywalker 
and the whole part of this trilogy, if you can even call it that, because the movies are not unified within their own trilogy, uh, they broke Star Wars. <laughs> they, I think, yeah, I think they, it was kind of like... They broke it. Two and then two point or one, and then they kind of went point oh point. Like it was, it was it, you know, like this this post trilogy needs to be fan fiction, and that's actually absolutely what it feels like. It feels like someone says, "I really like Star Wars, but I don't quite like it being focused on boys, so I'm going to focus it on girls." And more than that, I'm going to um, remake the story and then twist it around on its head and then try to bring it back to the original story. Like it, right. it just doesn't. Right. It's not a unified trilogy, first of all. But second of all. They broke the major thing about Star Wars, and that is that even though when we get introduced to the world, it's a story following Luke and then eventually Han and Leia, Mm -hmm. the basic premise of the entire arc of that trilogy was that Anakin Skywalker was the prophesied chosen one who was going to reset balance in the Force because it had tipped too heavily to the dark that is what is laced in that first trilogy and it wasn't a hundred percent clear to people and so when he made his prequels he was like let me make it a little bit more explicit he's like because the like the hardcore fans picked it up but the the movie theater fans the yeah i like star wars fans Mm -hmm. didn't understand so let me put this into this prequel. And so in the prequels, he makes it extremely explicit. He literally says, hey, you know how there's Christianity? We did that too. We gave you <laughs> a boy who has no father, who is manifested of the force. He's literally implanting, the force implanted this baby into this unsuspecting woman who we're going right. to assume is a virgin because we don't know how much slaves are getting down on Tatooine. She gives birth to a baby and is just super chill about having a random baby having not had sex with anybody. <laughs> having just, yeah. You know, and just is like, I know he's going to be special one day. So anything this nigga does, she's like, yeah, he's special. And then some mystics from far away show up and be like, I'm going to take your kid. And she's like, yeah, because someone's got to make him special. This time was coming. They literally threw it in front of everybody's face and they said it 175 times. He's the chosen one. He's the prophesied one. This is an old Star Wars prophecy. This shit is 2,000 years old. Does that number sound familiar to people? Yeah, it's fucking Christianity that they put in the prequels. And then you let the prequels happen. You catch back up to the originals. Vader kills Palpatine, resetting balance to the Force. Right. Credits. And then you're going to tell me, 20 years later, the Force is out of whack again? 2,000-year-old prophecy. Right. And then 20 20 years. (laughs) Right. If this followed... Like that in our world, if Christianity is a real thing and Jesus sacrificed himself for the for the sake of humanity, right, right, and then showed up twenty years 20 later, twenty years later, <laughs> right. 
you would be like, I'm not sure about this god of ours, you know? Dude, dude, why why do we have the first one if the... <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I know yeah. I'm an atheist, and so some people are going to take this shit with a grain of salt. I've read the Bible a ton of times because I grew up with a with it. I just was an atheist the whole time. I know it really well, or at least I did back in the day. So when I watch Star Wars... I make those parallels. Those parallels are explicit, not because someone says, hey, this is Christianity retold. It's because they literally use the same words like prophesied, the one, Mm -hmm. (laughs) 2,000 year old, those those things. So you're going to tell me not only, okay, like, let's take Rise of Skywalker out of it for a second. And I know we're running long, but like, I got to get this shit off my chest finally. I'm sorry. No, No, we're good. So... We get to Force Awakens, and Force Awakens, I actually don't have that much beef with. There's a few things that really are kind of weird, besides the fact that it's 20 years later and the Force is out of balance again, you know, things like that. There, there's things, but it was soft. It was like soft irritation back then. You know, Force Awakens, it's basically Star Wars A New Hope all over again, as told mm-hmm. with different characters. Um, the things that were problematic about it is is more about what happened on the outside of the movie. Like, they promise us a black Jedi in the trailer, and then they take it away from us in the movie. You know, things like that. There was stuff like that. Right. Um, the fact that when um, Ray and Kylo are fighting, and she goes all fully zenned out, and like the Force finally washes over her, and then she goes into attack mode and immediately has angry face, it's like, you just send out, bitch, how you get so angry so fast? There's little shit that was annoying about that movie, but it really wasn't that bad. The only thing that was annoying to me was that it was 20 years later. And it was like, how can shit be where, how, this far this first out, yeah. order? Yeah, like, yeah. They, if they're at this level 20 years later, then it seems to me like the Empire wasn't destroyed. And even though Palpatine is gone, the Force still seems to be unbalanced. And that would that would undo everything that Anakin responsibility was right right and then last jedi comes and just throws a just lobs a fucking like nope none of that happened none of that and, shit. <laughs> and just like does all kind of shit and i have feelings about that because um ryan johnson who other movies i do really like mm-hmm. um his his movies are really quirky there's this nugget of things that i i hold on to with ryan johnson because when i worked at the austin film festival back in 2005 he was one of our breakout directors first time directors that came on a panel and and it was with brick his first movie and someone had asked him a question about his ending for brick and he had said this and i never let it go and especially when i saw last jedi i was like that motherfucker he said i like to lead the story in one direction and then and make everybody expect it's going one way and then i say Fuck it and flip it all the way around so that when the twist happens, you can't figure out how it happened, how it happened. And um, knowing that, like knowing that mm-hmm. that was something he liked to do. And I can see that it's, it's evident in a lot of his movies. Um, and that's his thing. Like, that's his lane. And he does a really right. good job at it. But when you do it in Star Wars, <laughs> right, right, you're taking something that has very explicit rules and you're just saying, like, this one time, these rules aren't going to work. Uh, and it just it just didn't work. I know there's a lot of people who like The Last Jedi a lot. And when I hear people who like it, I talk to them more. I realize that these are people who are movie fans. 
and aren't immersive fans. Like, and I'm not saying that's a good or bad thing. Like, in my family, we fucking read all the books. We watch the shows. We read the comics. We're invested. Our cats are all Sith Lords. You know, like, we're that kind of fan. So, like, if you're a movie fan and you like The Last Jedi, that's fine. But just know that, like, you like the movie that is the least Star Wars of all the Star Wars movies. You like a movie. Right. Not a Star Wars movie, basically, right? And then you get to Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> oh my gosh, I cannot fucking believe this movie. <laughs> and I did go see it twice because I had, like, after the first time I had to rewatch it just to be like, what the fuck happened? Let me tell you, I have never, ever, ever in my life seen a movie that in while I'm watching it, I'm actually enjoying it. And hating it at the same time. Because, <laughs> like, it's entertaining. It checks off boxes. Like, we have to see the Millennium Falcon in a Star Wars movie. Check. You know, we have to see some crazy-ass force powers that just come out of nowhere. Check, check. You know, we have to feel like we've lost somebody, but find out that they're not gone. Check. You know, like, mm-hmm, it was checking mm-hmm. off boxes. We have to go to a desert planet. <laughs> check. You know, like it was doing right, that right. Shit. It was it. You know what? I, what? I, what? I feel like it was. It was. It played out like a like a video game um, fetch quest, right? Yes. You know how like okay. video games you do fetch quests. You know, just to move the thing along. These and then motherfuckers the went to seven different locations to find a map mm-hmm. that they ended up not even using. Right. <laughs> like. Come on. Wasted so much time. <laughs> it was just to get. It was just to get to the final boss. That's all it was. You it know? was so bad. And so here's my major beat. Like I, I will say there was elements of the movie that was really entertaining. And in the first watching of it, I actually thought that the Leia stuff was great because you couldn't tell it wasn't new or that she wasn't there sometimes like well sometimes you could but a lot of the face stuff was like really done well at first uh the second time watching it though i could pay more attention to her face and look a little closer and be like oh (laughs) they just reround her body for a second like there was a couple of shitty things that they did or whatever um but here's my major beef with rise of skywalker again 2000 year old prophecy the one born of the force so we're not just talking about like a person who's strong in the force that's not what we're talking about here because there's right. a lot of niggas that are strong in the force obi-wan is really really strong in the force yoda the strongest until anakin shows up like there are some really strong in the force motherfuckers out in this galaxy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but anakin was born of the force (laughs) of it yeah like he has no biological dad he has force dad like he is basically a demigod right essentially a demigod and you're gonna tell me that after two thousand years of the galaxy waiting he's born of the force he's an inexplicably talented mechanic pilot at nine years old he's strong in the force he becomes a jedi he killed palpatine after turning to the dark side 20 years later not just 20 years later but like immediately someone's got to rescue palpatine he's dead but he comes back 
So, like, one thing that the Sith don't do is they don't do force ghosts. Um, that's not a part of the Sith skill set. So, like, the Jedi and the Sith have different skill sets. So, like, that's why you never see Jedi using electricity. That is a Sith talent of the Force. Right. Um, Sith don't go to Force Ghosts because f- to become a Force Ghost, and this is another thing that this movie did too, no. to become a Force Ghost is so difficult that the first person who was ever able to do it, ever, was Qui-Gon. And then Qui-Gon shows up and is teaching Yoda as a force ghost how to do right. it. And conceivably teaching Obi-Wan how to do it as well. Right, right, right. So they have to be taught from a force ghost so that by the time they die, they become force It'll ghosts. Be a force, yeah, but right. Anakin just gets to be a force ghost? That was a mistake of Return of the Jedi that didn't make any sense. Right, it, right. Besides the fact that he's just like super powerful. But then you come to Rise of Skywalker and it's not just a force ghost it's the fade away death too you don't just fade away die leia and kylo fade away die and mm-hmm. Ky- and luke and leia become force ghosts with no training with no training yeah but like, nobody even showed them how to do that shit. so leia is actually super powerful in the force too but we don't really get to see it in the movies you usually get it in the books but basically her talent is really different so luke's talent for some even though we don't really ever see it is that um he's got like battle talent and he's got like strategy talent and things like that he always mm-hmm. is a whiny bitch but like he has um scholarly talent about jedi things right Leia's talent is survival. It's so stupid. <laughs> I did. I, I did like how they had uh, what's her name's daughter play her for real quick. That was pretty cool. Oh, was that her daughter? I wasn't sure who was playing yeah. her body. Um, but so Leia's talent is that she she can serve through the Force. She survives until like through things that other people can't survive. So like her being sucked out into space or whatever, every time the chips are down and she's definitely about to die, something inexplicably happens. That's we, we would call luck, but in her case, it's the force is stepping in because she's destined to die in exchange of her son, which again, didn't happen quite right. She basically spooked her son he got killed. Then she was like, my work here is done and bounced. <laughs> right. Right. You're, you're, so she shouldn't have forced. She, she shouldn't have, she shouldn't forced have faded, this, faded away. She wouldn't, yeah. shouldn't have done that. And she definitely shouldn't have been a force ghost. Um, but also like Kylo, you've been a piece of shit your whole fucking life. You do one good thing, sacrificing yourself for somebody. And then you get to fade, fade away, which implies that you will eventually be a force ghost. So stupid. But okay, fine, whatever. I got a lot of beef. I'm talking all over the place. But the important thing is that if the balance was reset when Anakin flips Palpatine over the edge, killing him and essentially killing himself, how is the first... Like, the Empire didn't die right away. Like, yes, the Emperor is dead. But you you imagine that the empire is like the like the ships and uh, the the army and the air force and everything they're all over the galaxy. It's gonna take a long damn time for the resistance to like 
arrest them, whittle them down, take their Mm -hmm. ships and shit like that or whatever, right? So it's like years and years and years that that's happening. So there's still evil in the world. There's just not Sith Lords anymore, basically. But then somehow, not only is the Empire still existing and fading out, but the First Order is rising and, and able to build a fucking sky killer base and then (laughs) that's just force awakens and then we get to rise of skywalker and not only that we build (laughs) the sky killer base but we just had all these fucking empire ships with death star capabilities just sitting in the ocean on a sith planet for 20 years lift it up this shit makes and who the fuck manufactured all of this huh manufactured all those fucking That's what I'm saying. Like, the amount of magic, I mean, I'm not just talking about force. I'm talking about the amount of magic that would have to go into the timing that somebody finds Palpatine's dead body or that Palpatine himself is so powerful in the force that he manages to, instead of force ghosting, like, reanimating his decrepit, rotting body, and then just has to, like, what, like, who hooked him up to the machines so that he could keep living? Who got him to Exegol? Right. Who? Right. <laughs> why like did I, he build? No, like. Yeah, that was that was Snoop. weird. I like said he was Snoop, like, but I meant Snoop. Snoop. Like, yeah, I know. You're none about. of these things make sense. None of the shit makes sense. And like, I, I've read the Plagueis book, which is Plagueis is is. Um, uh, Palpatine's master and stuff like that. And, and Plagueis is the one who figured out how to restore yourself with the Force. And so basically, it's implied that that's how Sidious learned it, except for in the book, Sidious doesn't learn that from Plagueis. So I don't know how Sidious found this out on his own, but it just doesn't make sense. And the other thing is, like, he makes Snoke. And, we, and the way we find that out is we see a a fucking canister that has two Snoke bodies in it. Why'd you need more than one Snoke? Right. Like there's like so you just many had things. Snokes on different planets. Yeah, there's just so many things that are there for no reason. And then it like to- it's so stupid. He's- he tells Kylo, "I've been the voice of everybody who's ever been in your head." So basically, he just told you, you know how you worship your grandfather and you thought he right. was guiding you in the dark side. Um, that was me. But you still like later on emotionally touching the Vader mask as if like he's waiting for Vader to talk to him again when he fucking right. knows it was Palpatine. Like there was it's such a messy movie <laughs> yeah. that like you forget but, it's as messy as it is because it entertained. It, exactly. That's and that was that was kind of like what when I went out of it, I and I think that it was one of those things was like, OK, I'm glad it's over. <laughs> It was nice. You know what I mean? Like, I still love the Star the Star Wars, the mm-hmm. three, right? Mm-hmm. And there were some things I liked about other ones. And I yeah. love Rebels. And I love, you know what I mean? So right, it's right. like, I'm all gravy. I'm here. But I'm glad that part of it is over. Like, all right, so let's. Trilogy had taken place like a couple of hundred years later. And it was just like, now it's just the folklore about the skywalkers so like you still hear about the skywalkers but it but you're not like directly impacted by the skywalkers even that with a similar story not palpatine though there's no way to make the palpatine thing work it's i don't I, bringing I, I, him I, back means that anakin is not the chosen one so we got to find a new chosen one why wouldn't they why wouldn't they just if well i guess cuz cuz anakin was a force ghost so you can't reanimate 
Darth Vader's body. Like, I was like, if they had a, you know, just like, all right, let's bring some motherfucker back. Mm -hmm. But yeah, no, I guess. See, what should have happened when they, when the Avengers assembled (laughs) and we hear, (laughs) we literally hear Ray say the same line that Iron Man says in Avengers, which is, I am all the Jedi. (laughs) Oh my God. So fucking stupid. Okay. When she, when he, So dumb. Damn. I can't tell you how ridiculous this feels to me. Knowing what I know about the Star Wars universe is so fucking dumb. So, like, first of all, the fact that every Jedi's voice we've ever known, and that is like in that's in the cartoons, that's in the movies, everything. I mean, Ahsoka's voice played in there. Luminara's voice is in there. Like, oh, they brought back every every um. Jedi Master that we've heard in anything, they put their voice in there. Like da da da. And then they have Anakin say these words reset balance to the force like I did. Nigga, you didn't because your enemy is right there. (laughs) And the only thing that helps us say that you did is that eventually Palpatine says, Yeah, I died once. Once. Oh, what your body died once you're still kicking the balance was not reset the fact that you're allowed to operate right now means the balance was not reset Uh, um so anakin says that stupid line to to ray and then she says that stupid line and i am all the (laughs) the only thing and this is not to take anything away from ray or this isn't an anti-feminist statement at all because you know i rock with my ladies but Given the mythology of this world, this universe that was created, Anakin is supposed to be the chosen one who sets resets the balance. Giving us a female lead is still something you can do, but you can't make her... If you've told us all these years it's supposed to be Anakin, it's supposed to be can- Anakin, and you're trying to stick... You've, in every other respect, stuck to the prophecy. You can't suddenly be like... Um, oh, see, the way it worked was like, yeah, Anakin didn't kill him all the way. So, like, Anakin was the person who gave her the the last strength she needed so that she could kill him. It's still her. Like, no matter what, you're taking away from Anakin what he is prophesied, literally created to have done. Forget about the prophecy. Literally created to do this thing. Uh-huh. So, what would have made more sense than Jedi Assemble is... Force Ghost Anakin shows up. Right. And he's the one who actually finally destroys Palpatine. And because then that means he that's the reason he, he was can, always then he does what he was born to do, like literally right. created to do. And maybe in that way impart some knowledge to Ray, or maybe he in Force Chris Force Ghost form was mm-hmm. always training her but the thing is she can't deliver the final killing blow because that means she's the prophesied right chosen one and she not, wasn't born not, yeah. of the force she was born of the palpatine so you killed a whole franchise <laughs> by not paying attention to the one major rule that was supposed to stay fixed throughout the whole thing Right. Anakin. That's the thing, the bro. Thing, it wasn't a Luke Skywalker story. It was an Anakin story. We just gained access to it through Luke. That's, through them. That's yeah. it. That's what happened. So, again, like, I keep hearing people talk about, like, the toxic Star Wars fandom, and I know it's out there. 
And I know that I have similar opinions to some of the toxic fanboy uh, thing. I'm I'm coming with the 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 actual like I'm about to say facts when it's about a fantasy. Uh, right. You know, I'm coming with the actual information from mm-hmm. the from the thing. I'm not saying you can't enjoy it. You can enjoy it. But for me, I have to enjoy it as fan fiction because this does not flow. Like, right. And I think Disney needs to know this. Like, I think Disney needs to be. Like, I think Kennedy got to be up out of here, right? Well, from what I heard, and I heard it in a couple different places. Actually, um, our podcast Play Cousins, uh, Why So Serious, was one of the places I heard this. But I heard it on another thing. Is that basically what happened? in the Star Wars writing and development room is everybody throws out a pitch and they just grab little bits and pieces of every pitch that they like rather than there's nobody there who's, who's meant to keep continuity or to be like, Oh wait, we can't do that because remember how Anakin's born of the force to reset the balance. No one was there to do that. Yeah, like you said, like we've always said, there has to be the person that at least is there to be like, nah, that can't happen. Yeah, you had a or, nickname for that person. What did yeah, you call well, it? I say the realness uh, coach or some shit. Whatever it was, it was like continuity nigga or something yeah, like that. Yeah. It was like there's supposed to be someone right. in the room who has to like, honestly, like people even tweeted the day after that movie came out. JJ, did you forget to watch your own movie before you made this? And then later on, we come to find out, like, Palpatine finds out two months before the movie comes out that he is going to be the big bad. Right. So they shot that shit way late. And that's why that movie feels like multiple movies, because they I don't think they had an ending that made sense. I think they realized they backed themselves in a corner and they're like, oh, fuck, we don't have a good ending. Let's just bring Palpatine back. Yeah. Oh, shit. That sounds good. All right. Cool. And it just doesn't make any sense. I mean, what would have made way more sense is that, yes, Palpatine had children. They were raised in the dark side of the Force. His descendants are the big bad, the current Sith. Fine. We can still go there. It can still be a big bad Palpatine. It just can't be that big bad Palpatine. (laughs) Right. You know, and it, it's even possible that they don't know that they're Palpatines, too, right? They could just be like, j- like, Palpatine could have just been going through the galaxy, just slinging sperm all over the place, hoping a Force-sensitive legacy was going to pop up somewhere. We're just going to start somewhere, You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, that would have been way more in line with, like, what was going on. And then, you know, you get, like, two generations down, you get the grandchild of Palpatine. Um, and they only find out that they're their grandchild through the force in some way, shape or form. Fine. Still okay. And then because of, so one thing that the force does, this is, this is, this is the lore about Anakin basically is that when the force gets so out of balance, tilting towards the dark side, it creates something, it splits or it reacts in some way to counteract it. And in this particular case, the force, the dark side of the force got so big because of some shit that uh, Plagueis was doing. He was out there trying to figure out how to keep himself alive for um, ever. The shit he was doing on the dark side of the force, the force was like, hold up. And then they invented Anakin. <laughs> right. Knowing that Anakin would age to a time when he would reset the balance. 
That's what the Force did. That's the lore. So if you did that with these movies, if you said, okay, our big bad is a descendant of Palpatine. They know or don't know. It doesn't matter. They're the big bad. They're the new rise of the dark side. But they're fumbling about it because they didn't have a guide in the dark side the way Palpatine did, right? Then it's just like the dark, the force is out of whack right now, but it's not even clearly defined dark side. And so the counterbalance ends up being a Ray-like character who comes in and she also doesn't know the light side of the force, but she's bumbling. And then you got these two bumbling light side, dark side users. And that's the journey we go on now. It doesn't have to be involved with the Skywalkers Mm -hmm. or it can, you know, whatever. It just can't be, you can't just say that like 2000 year prophecy is done in 20 years. And not only that, it's like nothing's changed. Mm -hmm. You you replace the empire with the, the first order. Honestly, I'll tell you what, the only thing that I kind of liked, and it's so stupid, is that Palpatine refers to this as the final order, because Order 66 is the thing that kills all the Jedi, the First Order, okay, fine, the Jedi Order, the Sith Order, like, that's a thing in the world. So calling this the final order is great, but that should have been the Anakin order. Yeah, yeah, the moment, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm not trying to defend Anakin. I'm just saying, don't tell me he's the one, and then be like, second my booty shine." That's all I'm saying. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> like so, not that I'm passionate about this. Uh, you know, not that. <laughs> I mean, literally, my cats are all Sith lords, and they're all Sith lords from the Rule of Two. They're all like, and well, maybe not all of them, but like. I cho- we chose the Sith Lords that we chose because the way we feel about this franchise. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. We fucking right. love these people. Um, these fantasy characters that this guy gave us. We fucking love it. And this just got destroyed. And it's... Uh, I don't know. I can't keep going on because I'm, then I'm going to sound, sound like a fanboy. Yeah. I feel like because of my tone, I haven't gone full fanboy on this podcast. Maybe I have. I don't know. No, you sounded good. I mean, you 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 put it out there to where you know it's it just like I don't know if somebody was just like, bro, we got we got we got thirty days to get this shit done. You know what I'm saying? Instead of Take instead of just saying time, you're gonna tell me we wouldn't have waited ten years or twenty right. years, right? I would have been hobbling up in my walker waiting for the next star wars movie weird yeah it's weird how they they feel as though they have to like the deadline is something that we have literally star wars will make money even if there's no movie out there was no movie from the (laughs) from the late 80s to 1999 and star wars continued to make money and then the prequels came out and Star Wars continued to make money. And then the prequels ended. And it was like, that's the last Star Wars movie there's ever going to be. There's never going to be another Star Wars movie. And Star Wars kept making money. And right. when George finally sold Star Wars to Disney and Disney was like, we're going to hit you with movies all the time. We would have still been able to be like, we'll keep giving you money mm-hmm. for merch. You just... Don't fuck make sure, up. Yeah, yeah, just make sure that shit is good. <laughs> like, wait 10 years, wait however long you need 
don't fuck it up. Or if you're trying to finish off a trilogy that has to do with the the Anakin thing, Mm -hmm. the family, whatever. Okay. Do that. But plan for that. That's 10 years from now. Every year, give us an extended universe movie. Give us a Kit Fisto movie. Give us a a Mandalorian like this. Don't give us Boba Fett. Don't give us Han Solo. Stay out of the people we know from the movies. Give us extended universe. You could do anything. Look at what Mandalorian did. It wasn't nary a Skywalker in place. And we felt like it was in the world. That's all we fucking needed. Just give us those things. Mm-hmm. Ah, I feel as though it was a it was a missed opportunity, but it was entertaining. Yeah, it's so weird to feel that like right. like it was entertaining. I mean, the music still fucks me up. Like, oh, I didn't even say this. This is not important, but it, it's important to me. Mm-hmm. Don't tease me that I'm about to lose. A, a character that I've been with for a long time. So C-3PO, whether he's annoying or not, he's still a major part of this fucking universe. Don't right. give me a line like, I'm just looking at my friends one last time. Then have everybody who's these uh-huh. friends he's looking at completely get over the fact that he's essentially dead. Right. Just not even worried. Just like, thanks, bro. Mm-hmm. We'll reboot that motherfucker. Let's go later. on and then reboot him. <laughs> Don't reboot him. Get let it's j- <sighs> right. It, it was it was such a it was a great line. Like the, the, that line got me a little bit right until obviously until the end. But the other part that got me was uh, when they told Chewie about uh, Leia. Leia, and I was glad for that moment because Chewie didn't even get a full like hardcore lost Han scene like he screamed out and everything but like let's not forget uh, Chewie has a Wookiee life debt to Han Han dying is essentially a failure for him it Mm -hmm. should have fucked him up we should have been watching that story this whole time of Chewbacca just like not being able to deal and having to reroute his life debt to his descendants and trying to figure out how to fix Kylo. That's what should have happened with Chewie. But since right. we didn't get that, at least we got him having an emotional reaction to Leia because same thing, like Wookiee debt. It's in the books too, like it extended to Han's family after after right. um, he started to have a family and stuff. So right. I'm glad we got that. <laughs> I was a little mad. Like, okay, and the first time I saw it when they had <laughs> when they handed Chewie the the um, medal from the first Star Wars movie, mm-hmm. I was like, about time. I just said it as a joke. About time. But then later, I was like. Fuck you for giving me Han's medal. I should have had a medal. Like, right. that was something that's bothered me about Star Wars the whole time. Is that, like, he's off to the side. He didn't get a medal. He did just as much shit as Leia and fucking Luke and fucking Han. The nigga right. should have had a medal. Don't tell me that because he's furry, he didn't get no medal. And then it's like, okay, of all the mementos that Leia's going to hold on to on before she dies is this fucking medal she gave him yeah right and then Lupita's just gonna be like hey Leia wanted you to have this oh yeah she gave me this yeah (laughs) I mean this is what I'm talking about like give me something 
like that's the thing like it had no emotional weight everything that they took away from us they gave us back so we didn't then, lose yeah. anything and right. you need that like that's drama that's that's what makes I felt you- I felt like they yeah cuz they felt like they comic comic to come back to that I feel like they comic booked us you know, like, you know, when people die and come back or whatever, you mm-hmm. always because comics, yeah. but like with Star Wars, it should always have life and death mm-hmm. balance, dark and, you know, if you have light and dark, there's life and death. Mm-hmm. There's, you know what I mean? So you should always have that, that balance and have to deal with that and come back. It's not always like, oh, the nigga died. No, we didn't. You know, uh, you know, this part, oh, no, this, you know what I mean? Mind. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, seriously, like, <laughs> I 100% would have accepted that they couldn't bring back a droid who's clearly fucking 40 or 50 years old by this point. Mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. can like, I would, yes, I understand that if you keep his memory somewhere, but what should have happened, it was like, oops, fucking R2 is old and busted too, and he doesn't have C3PO's backup anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like, there should have been... A proper loss. I mean, I'm glad I didn't have to watch R2 die because I would have died. R2, yes. But but at the same time, like, it would have been fine. It would have... I'm Japanese. I can handle people dying. Hey, how did you think about the R2 unit in the Mandalorian that had fucking legs and arms? (laughs) It tripped me out for some reason. Was dying laughing. I was just like, let's (laughs) jerry-rigged motherfucking thing. And I was waiting, like, why wasn't he singing? Because he was clearly a gondolier. Like, <laughs> he was, you know, like, yes. That actually Whistling made me laugh or some shit. But, yeah. like, it's also kind of, like, maybe that's a hustle for somebody. Just, like, grabbing old R2 units and, like, mm-hmm. making them gondola pushers or something. Like, I respect <laughs> right. the hustle. He was the gondolorian. That's the, what it oh, was. damn. Oh, see? You're a great one. You yeah. got it. Um, I don't want to just kind of... Fast forward through Watchmen, so we should probably just talk about yeah. Watchmen last time because Regina Next King time. needs her props. It's, it's her old shit. She yeah, needs all her right. props. So um, I think since we're almost two hours, oh, we've never done this before. No. We have never you, done this long. You went in. It's, it I was, went it was, in. Uh, I apologize. We were on a hiatus, <laughs> and so we had to come back. I had a lot, lot of, to say. That was very. I was very emotional about. Uh, how fucked up Star Wars was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, I'm glad to be back. This feels great. Like, I f- it feels good to chat with you again because this is like my weekly therapy session yeah. to just get shit, uh, like fun shit off my chest. And uh, yeah, I miss this. I'm glad we're back. We back, we back at it too. So. <laughs> so you know? Man, I did not realize I had all that in me. The funny thing is, I've been telling this story over and over again to whoever will listen, but I still it's still built up inside me, I guess. Now it's on wax. Now it's now y'all know uh, Mm -hmm. my real feelings about it because I'm not a play fan. Like I fucking right. We don't do this shit. We don't do this shit for fun. You know what I'm saying? Like this ain't little preschool. This is a real life. What was that commercial way back when? I don't play fantasy football. I say I play football for real. For like, real. That's yes. I'm about this Star Wars life. I'm Obi Wan Sharnobi, motherfucker. Shar yeah. two, main two. You know me. I'm main Windu. All I need, I, I actually need. All right. So what do you need as a 
what do you think should be the next one? What's the next thing? Like, what should, yeah, like the next thing. I mean, I think going back to like that idea that I I hoped they would have done before they did this trilogy was like give me some extended universe shit. Like honestly, <laughs> I hate that they reset the the canon and they made um, the Thrawn trilogy uh, a legend and not canon because those three fucking books and Thrawn as a bad guy, right. he's fucking dope like he's right. not a force user he's fucking scary and evil as hell he would have That's... been great so if we could get since that was tarnished by the way like if if this trilogy is real canon then the Thrawn trilogy you got a jerry rig to get it to fit that story because it's about right. the twins um luke and um uh, leia and han's twins and shit like that whatever blah 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 Give me Thrawn as a bad guy. Um, like maybe maybe we go the villains route. You know, like Marvel's doing all these villain movies and, right, and right. DC's doing these villain. Like maybe give me a Thrawn movie or something like that. That that I could be down for. Anything that's extended universe. Um, mm-hmm. I know that they've been talking about doing the Revan story, which Revan is my first cat. So like Revan is yeah. I, the only thing I'm worried about is them fucking it up because like. That shit is a real good story. It's a really good story mm-hmm. um, that they created in the video game, uh, Knights of the Old Republic. Uh, the book, from what I heard, wasn't as great as what they set up in the in the video game. But like, and I heard that they're considering Keanu for it. I'd be down for that. Like that would work for me. Give me a Revan story. Give me a Bane, Darth Bane, because Darth Bane is the creator of the Rule of Two, which is why there's only two Sith now um, versus a whole bunch of Sith because they try to concentrate the Force into two people. Um, That would be dope. Um, But again, like any of the any of the side stories or or Jedi that are just like not first string Jedi give us stories like that. Um, I'm really partial to the Quinlan Voss and Ventress, Asajj Ventress story. I mean, I named my, my new car. Oh, that's one thing that I, that happened over the yeah, break. I, I got a go. new car. I named my new car Ventress, uh, but the Quinlan Voss, uh, Asajj storyline from dark disciple is really great. Um, I don't like the, well, spoiler alert. I don't like the way she died. Her last words are stupid, but, um, <laughs> Her last words are stupid. Go to die. Her last words are stupid. Uh, her her the way she dies is not stupid. Her last words right. are stupid. Um, anything that has to do with the Night Sisters would be dope because they're pretty diabolical. Um, yeah, like there's like I just want to see shit that just like we do not have to keep dipping in the Skywalker well. Like literally, there's only three generations of Skywalkers, and there's barely that. Uh, yeah, you know, I mean. There was Anakin, first generation. There was Luke, second generation. Leia doesn't really count because she never was a Skywalker. You know, she was right, right. an Organa. And uh, Kylo, who's a little punk bitch too. Like all I know about the Skywalkers is that it creates punk bitch dudes. Right. And really emotional ass. One badass woman. Ass. Like yeah. that's that's all I know about the Skywalkers. So now that all the Skywalkers are dead. And conceivably, none of them had babies, or at least the last generation didn't have a baby. Thank you for your time, mm-hmm. Skywalkers. Yeah. Time to move on. It's yeah. a whole galaxy out there. 
And don't you, would you think that fucking they would make know. that girl related to Lando because not all black people are related. <laughs> I know. I didn't like that either. <laughs> girl, let's go find out where you from. I was like, wait, we know. Don't do that. I There's was like, just one <laughs> planet that all the black people came from because that's how Star Wars do. And black, that's how Game of the Thrones black. do. And that's how any fiction fantasy does. All the black Obviously, people came from the It's fear place. of that actual black planet. You know what I mean? So there it is. There you go. Make me a Star Wars movie called Fear of That Fear Black, of black. Planet. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, shit, there's some black force oh, users. Shit. And their all last they name got- is either Calrissian or Windu. Yep. And that's it. That's it. Just like the Yodas. I mean, it's <laughs> just like the Yodas. So like there the you Yodas. go. That's it. All right. Well, all right. Uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook at Blurred Comics. And uh, we just had a big old bump in Twitter follows. And um, yeah, I guess that's it. <laughs> like, it I'm so out of practice. Well, I do not know what to do. <laughs> uh, go to our buy us a cup of coffee on coffee.com slash Blurred Comics podcast and uh, help us raise our production and travel costs for 2020. We're at 10% of our goals so far. So far. And let's see. I think that's it. I got yeah. this. Yes, and then uh, point five will be coming soon. Yeah, we'll, this we'll, we got we got to pay a lot of attention to Watchmen because yeah. um, I'll probably go on a whole nother thing because of the books and stuff too. But you know, yeah. like this series was dope, so we need to, right. we need to. So pay there will be a good attention. a good one. So yeah, it was go. a good one. It'll be good ranting. <laughs> yeah, I won't try to destroy somebody's fandom. <laughs> hey. If you can destroy it, I mean, you can. I'm just trying hey. to make you better people. That's right. It. <laughs> I was about to say. <laughs> the force is strong on me. <laughs> we know this. So. There it is. Uh, that's right, why my bro. new Twitter name is Darth Furious because I was so mad about the movie. Yes, I get it. <sighs> All righty, girl. Deuces. We'll be back at it. Mommy made me mash my M&M. Blurred Comics is a Main Hustle Media podcast, co-hosted by Mixed Girl Main and Blurred Vision, produced and edited by Charmaine Johnson. If you like our show, please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. Main Hustle Media. Turn your side hustle into your main hustle.